It's that time of year where the weather outside can be frightful. And frightful weather can do real damage to your roof. If you're looking for peace of mind this holiday season, knowing that your roof is taken care of, contact Riverland Roofing. Whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program, Riverland Roofing has you covered, home or business. They're a GAF Master Elite Contractor and can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured Riverland services Mississippi and its surrounding states. Don't worry about the roof over your head this holiday season. Contact Riverland Roofing today, 662-644-4297 at 662-644-4297 or visit riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com. Riverland Roofing for all your roofing needs and a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Talk of Champions, Short Sessions. Long story short. Welcome into another edition of Talk of Champions, Short Sessions. I'm your host, Zach Berry. Joining me, it's been a minute since he's been on this here show, but he's back, the Director of Scouting and Rankings for On3, Mr. Charles Power. Charles, it is Friday as we record this, so have you recovered from, from early National Signing Day yet? I think so. A lot a lot of coffee consumed the last, uh, last couple of days. I don't know about you, Zach, but uh, I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I had to uh, I had to bounce around a couple of uh, coffee shops here in East Nashville because they were putting in uh, new power lines at our house. Oh wow! So they right. they cut the power at like eight thirty, so I had to had to make a move. But um, but it was pretty seamless. Let's get into that. We were we were talking about it before we hit record. Um, you of course, national guy, you cover everybody, but for Ole Miss fans, no drama. It was a pretty chalk signing day. Uh, Ole Miss had every letter of intent signed and in by probably 11 30 12 around noon um so there was no drama 21 for 21 kiffin and them did a great job um one of the guys that they signed i know that uh you named him as kind of one of your standouts for you know potentially being a breakout freshman um i know the staff loves him they uh they never wavered on they, they thought he was one of the best defensive linemen in the country Played both ways in high school, but I think he's going to find his home on the defensive side. That's William Eccles at Houston, Mississippi. What do you like about Eccles? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to like about William Eccles. And like you said, Zach, he's he's an interesting prospect. Uh, he's a guy who you know, initially was ranked as an offensive lineman, kind of came on the scene. You know, just a lot of his early film was as an offensive lineman. You kind of started to hear that Ole Miss likes him a lot at defensive line. Um, and I think he's a guy who's continued to play better and better like he, he really kind of emerges like a true like national prospect kind of like early this fall I would say kind of into his senior early into his senior year and you know I had a chance to see him at the Alabama Mississippi uh, all-star practices and the, the practice I went to for for Mississippi he was in my opinion the best player on the field that night um and he was playing guard he was not even playing d-line they so he practiced the first practice at guard and was just kind of dominant um so and then of course played played d-line in the game and made a lot of plays i uh, was very active um so yeah he, he's got a lot going for him I, I think first off he's a really functional mover uh guy, like well built carries his weight well um and just light on his feet like explosive he's powerful at the point of attack and just kind of has just a natural skill set for playing in the trenches um he's really good on contact quick um and it can like as a as a defensive lineman can get off of blocks uh and then at the practice that i went to where he was playing guard um could really move well to the second level like had a kind of an emphatic pancake like right in front of me um of a linebacker so 
uh, I think he's got a lot going for him. Like just the hand strength and movement skills are, are, are notable. And I think he's, you know, probably the most rapidly ascending prospect in Mississippi, you know, at, at this, at this stage. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, just has really put together a strong, uh, a strong finish to his high school career. And, and I think, um, you know, relative to, to projecting him at Ole Miss, uh, you know, he's, he's, I think he's good enough to get on the field probably on either side of the ball. So it's kind of, it's a really nice problem to have. I think if you're Ole Miss, yeah. uh, we'll see how things like shake out. I, mean, I think you, you have a much better picture of, of, you know, their depth chart and kind of looking into next year than, than me. But uh, if needed, I could see him succeeding on either side. And there's really not a ton of prospects like that. Every like cycle, like he, he's kind of unique yeah. in that regard. This well, um, every year, but uh, he's legit on both sides of the ball. So I think, I think uh, Ole Miss fans should be really excited about, about landing him. He's just a, a really good evaluation and, and their staff was way ahead of everybody on him. You know, the, the national narrative now with Ole Miss is like, Hey, like it's, it's not a fluke anymore. Like Kiffin's got it rolling. Uh, we're going to get to the portal in a bit, but just from your perspective as a national guy and, and kind of seeing this maturation of the program, um, you know, what, what would you say has been kind of the catalyst for that, you know, recruiting and just, you know, the 5,000 foot view of the program? Yeah, I, I think um, for, from my perspective, it looks like there, I, I think Ole Miss is benefiting from, at least in recruiting, is, is benefiting from, from some continuity. Like, I, I think you can tell that the, the, the staff and the personnel department is, is established, entrenched. I think they're they had, they've had a lot of time to make these evaluations. I think they, I think when you look at Ole Miss's class this year, there's a lot of really strong evaluations. Even when you get into the three stars, there's some guy like a couple, I think several of these three stars that Ole Miss is going to sign are going to pop. And, you know, as to who it is, I think is kind of your best guess, but I think they've made some really like substantive evals. Um, And yeah. And I think that's kind of bearing fruit in, in, the the recruiting class um and also just the transfers and also the, i think the, the juco guys like these are all the, the these juco guys you know are are you know um like uh C- cedric beavers deon smith or, or in-state guys that i'm sure like this staff was like in on in, in high school mm-hmm. um you know like I, I know both of them you know went, went to juco for, for various reasons but i think are high in talents so I, I think when you look at Ole miss they're they're optimizing uh, roster building really in, in every avenue effectively. And, and I think they're, they're going about it in, in a really like kind of smart and deliberate way. Uh, and, and I think when, when you go down, like when Cody and I, Cody Belair and I go through every prospect in the country, high school prospect, and really, I guess, junior college prospects as well. So, so we get, we have a pretty good picture of how everybody stacks up and, and you can see um, trends of, like personnel departments, staffs that are a little ahead of the curve um, with making their evaluations. And, and I think Ole Miss has done a really good job uh, this, this, this cycle. Um, and I think a lot of that probably has to do with just continuity, um, you know, knowing uh, the lay of the land and, and getting comfortable. And I think, you know, obviously having success on the field is a key contributor mm-hmm. to that as well. So I think just kind of establishing momentum, um, you know, people always kind of talk about, you know, is, is momentum real and the, context of a football game but momentum is very real in recruiting you know we we all know that uh it's kind of a perception is reality uh kind of kind of thing so so i think certainly Ole miss having you know really strong year on the field um help them help them as well and and i think when you look at next year and the moves they're making in the portal uh i i think you know 
Ole Miss is, is gearing up for for uh, a, a big run in in 2024, at least taking a crack at it. You know, so so I think yeah they're kind of, they're kind of they're kind of moving their chips into the middle a little bit, and I'm sure that's something that's uh, attractive to to the guys that are joining the program. Talking about some of those three stars, another guy that that you got a chance to get some eyes on at the Mississippi Alabama game, Anthony Maddox. He was one of the last commits in this class. Almost flipped him from from Texas A&M with that coaching change, and then again. I know this this Ole Miss staff is big on in-person evaluations and kind of the junior to senior year jump. I know they they like to see, hey, we really like you as a junior. We want to see how you grow as a senior. Anthony Maddox, big step as a senior, uh, led his team to a state championship. Great campaign in his final year in high school. Uh, what did you see from him during practice? And then I know he made some some impressive throws in the game, but just his – you know, as of right now and kind of how do you see him growing in the next couple of years? Yeah, I, I think Anthony Maddox showed showed really promising improvement. So I actually saw him in person uh, in February at the uh, at the Under Armour camp in Atlanta. And oh, yeah. he threw much better, like significantly better at the practice I went to um, like a, a couple of weeks ago, like I guess a week ago. Um, than he did in February. So I, I think he, I mean, that was the first thing that jumped out. Like I was, I was watching these guys in warmups. I mean, he can really spin it, like really mm-hmm. spin it. Um, ball comes out of his hand, hot, uh, you know, easy, easy velocity RPMs in the ball. Um, so I was just impressed just as a thrower of the football. Uh, it, it really probably surprised me a little bit based off how he looked in February. And, and I, I, like I said, very good senior year, um, you know, playing at a top program in Oak Grove, led him to a state title. Um, so, so, and and I think he's got like some nice playmaking ability as well, like light on his feet. Um, you know, I I think he, he's certainly a pass first guy, but he can tuck it and run and pick up yards when he needs to. And I think there's a little, there's a little bit untapped there rushing it. Like there's a little bit of rushing ability that's untapped. Um, and, and, you know, I I think he probably wasn't pressed to run as much at at Oak Grove, um, as he is capable of, I think he could, Mm -hmm. I think his, athleticism transfers he's gonna to need to continue like filling out getting bigger uh you know yeah. i think he's gonna benefit from time in the weight room just not a big framed guy but i think as long as he can just put on a, enough weight to like take hits he'll, he'll be fine in that regard but yeah i thought it was a really promising um showing for him at, at the practice i went to and then you know of course look pretty good in the game as well um and you know i, I think it's i'm gonna go back like before our final rankings and kind of watch his last like plays playoff run his last couple of games. I watched the state championship game um, and just kind of, kind of see, you know, just, I guess t- take a closer look on how he finished his senior year just on, on film. But um, yeah, I, I think that's, I think it's a really resourceful get for Ole Miss, um, you know, having that guy in state in the, the, like you said, the coaching turnover A&M, uh, I think it's kind of a no brainer, kind of a no brainer fit, uh, good, good fit in the offense. And I think he fits what, what Kiffin um, likes to do. So uh, it seems like a, a, a pretty logical, logical marriage mm-hmm. and a good. Yeah. It certainly doesn't hurt that his brother is a top 100 yeah. prospect too. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, sure. He told me when I, when I talked to him that the staff told him his game reminds him of Jane Daniels, almost a, a team that saw Jane Daniels mm-hmm. up close and in personal. I mean, he was phenomenal, won the Heisman trophy, obviously, but the running ability, that's interesting that you said that. Um, it kind of reminds me just kind of an Ole Miss flavor. It reminds me a little of Matt Corral, like not super fast or super elusive, but slippery enough to where he can, he can extend a drive. Yeah. Um, 
I, and he's a little slight of build. Like Corral was was a little lean coming out of high school too, but could just the arm talent. Um, I don't know if AJ Maddox has what Corral had. Not many people do, but yeah, mm. he can he can certainly let it loose. I, I, the first time I put the film on, that was from an amateur scout perspective. I was like, okay, he can he can really you know drive it downfield. So um, yeah, again, I think it's a good piece. Just the athleticism and the ability to make plays is, is huge. Um, it's, you can't really teach that. Um, mm -hmm. you mentioned, you know, some of the three-star evaluations they made, um, mm -hmm. may not have seen him. I know he's, he's a local guy for us. So maybe you have John Wayne Oliver, um, out of CPA in Nashville, a guy for me that I swear every time I saw him, I felt like he got bigger. Um, mm -hmm. just a massive person. Um, I think he's going to fit in well in kind of what Ole Miss likes to do with running the football and establishing the run. He's a he's a mauler, but did you ever get eyes on him at all, or have you seen some? I know you've seen some tape, but what do you? Yeah, think I've seen him? I I've seen film uh, of him. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, tough, tough like run blocker. I mean, CPA is 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 a physical like he's going to be well coached. He knows how to play. I think his technique's going to be really good. Tough, kind of a grinder. Um, and I like like I, I think. Jude Foster is a potential steal as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think Ole Miss did a nice job in Louisiana this year. I, I would add, like, I think when you look at the guys they got out of Louisiana, Anthony Robinson's a really, just a really good football player. Um, and, and then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm particularly high on Katravic Banks. I think Katravic Banks, uh, you know, could, could, could be a, a really nice steal as a safety uh, for Ole Miss. He's a guy who, you know, like small school plays all over the field. Uh, I think he's physical, very good athlete. Um, so, so I think he would be another, I think out of Louisiana, um, that, that I would be, that would be pretty excited about. So, cause when we were doing safety, I, I think safety is an extremely deep group nationally this year, but he's a guy, who, you know, it's like kind of right on that, like cusp, but he, we bumped him up to a, an 89. So he's kind of right on that, like, like 89, 90 cusp. So he would be yeah. one that, that I would, that I would keep an eye on, um, as well as from a developmental standpoint. But yeah, I mean, I think. You know, nice job on the O line for sure. Um, you know, with John Wayne Oliver, Jude Foster, kind of among those those three star guys who I think had the potential to to pop and kind of be multi year uh, contributors if if they do. And then I I would add that I think they did a really nice job in Louisiana. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as twenty to thirty percent? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 953-8449 and get your free quote today. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, t-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Cooler temperatures are right around the corner, and as I like to say, it's the perfect time to play a round of golf. And if you're looking for a premier golf course in Northwest Mississippi, 
or the Memphis, Tennessee area, go to Cherokee Valley Golf Club in Olive Branch, 15 minutes from the Memphis International Airport. With those cooler temps, you might want to stay warm and comfortable on the course this fall. Go in the clubhouse and check out their new selection of outerwear from Travis Matthew and FootJoy, including FootJoy's new lightweight hoodie. This 18-hole par 72 course includes four sets of tees to accommodate all players and has 11 lakes, 52 bunkers, and the wide Zoysia fairways and extra-large champion Bermuda greens and clean roughs make for an excellent opportunity every single time to post a number. If you need a premier golf experience in the Mid-South, go to Cherokee Valley Golf Club. Call them at 662-893-4444 or check them out, olivebranchgolf.com. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage, but intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, we mentioned the, the rubber stamp from Saban being a big deal. You know, when Pete Golding prioritizes a guy in Louisiana and, and, and wants him, regardless of the ranking, that should, you know, send off some, some alerts too. But yeah, yeah. Um, I think they call him Scooter. Uh, he ran a 10, 800 meter. So he can really move for a guy that's, you know, almost 6'2", 180. So that's a, yeah. that's kind of one of those where it's like, Hey, just, just get him here and we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like he's a good athlete. We'll, we'll find a spot for him. Yeah. Um, So let's get into the portal. Uh, I know that that's been kind of the, the focal point for the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks because the almost class was pretty much done. They, yeah. they, they added Maddox. Uh, I think they got a really good piece. You talk about Louisiana and Kavian Broussard, big, big dude. Um, Mario Cristobal does a thing or two about offensive line, and and he wanted him in the, in the Miami class. Ole Miss flips him. I think that's another big piece. But looking at the portal, um, I mean, they've obviously they've done a really nice job. They had a hell of a run for about four or five days. Um, a lot of cachet with these names, but who are the ones that kind of jump out to you as – you know, bona fide day one difference makers for 2024. Yeah. I think you got to start with Prince, Prince Lee, Mommy Ellen. Um, he's, I think coming back in, in the SEC, he's going to, I think projects as one of the best pass rushers in, in the conference. Uh, a guy who's 
extremely productive on a per snap basis as a pass rusher at Florida this year. Um, and, and he's the type who, if, if he has a really good year this year, could maybe be like a first rounder. So um, I think at the value position, like a premium position, edge, uh, a guy who's like a, a difference maker, athletic, he can pin his ears back. And I think, you know, like I, I talk about this all the time when with schools like Tennessee is kind of like this. And obviously there's a lot of scheme crossover with, with Tennessee and Ole Miss. Uh, oh. I think the, those types of teams that run that type of offense that, that anticipate playing with a lead, having a guy who can pin his ears back, uh, you know, you can get after the passer when, when opponents are in negative game scripts uh, could, could be real is, is like, just really pivotal. So I think adding a guy like Princely um, off the edge is big. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, uh, you know, obviously Camarion Richardson was a guy who was like, I think pretty coveted. That was a big, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people assumed that he was going to go to LSU when he went into the portal. So I think mm-hmm. Ole Miss coming and get him uh, is big. He's got a lot of traits. Uh, I remember ranking him out of high school. I think we ranked him as a four-star when I was back when I was at 24 seven and it was a lot of it was off of height, height, weight, speed. Um, so I think he's a guy who, you know, in the right situation could, could pop. He just has a lot of physical tools and has played a lot of football as well. So, um, you know, Chris Paul, really physical downhill thumper. Uh, he's kind of a, a tone setter. Um, I remember watching, I remember watching him in high school. He was, he had fun, like really fun, really fun film. Um, you know, Ty- Tyler Barron is kind of like nice, like, like kind of yin to Prince Lee's yang. Uh, it was more of like a big edge setter run defender. Um, you know, obviously Key Lawrence is, is a well-known name as well. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's really good. I mean, I guess, you know, I think it finished with a, like a Walter Nolan or a guy like, like, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, obviously he would be kind of the crown jewel, but I mean, I, I think Prince Lee, I think Prince Lee Mommy Ellen is a guy who, uh, just because he might not have the um, high school recruiting pedigree, maybe like doesn't have quite like the, the name recognition. Uh, but uh, I think he is a potential difference maker for sure. Like he would be the guy that if I was Ole Miss fan, I'd be the most excited about. Yeah. I, you mentioned Nolan. That's everybody wants to, wants to talk about him. They want to know when he's going to decide. I, Ole Miss expected is expecting good news whenever he breaks the silence. But yeah, I mean the one and two edge guys and Umami Ellen and Barron. I know Pro Football Focus loves both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good. That's a good way to describe it. Like the, you know, they complement each other well. Um, yeah. I think that's huge for Ole Miss defensively, because a couple of years ago Sam Williams made life a lot easier for Cedric Johnson, and then you saw the difference this year. Uklu is a different type of edge guy. Um, he's not exactly a big Sam Williams type, but yeah, Barron at six five and how versatile Umami Ellen is. It's certainly a, a cool duo to have. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of last thing here on the portal. I do want to ask you about Juice Wells and just kind of the, oh, the yeah. curious case of Juice Wells. And, yeah. you know, he hurts, hurts the foot against Georgia in September. Um, I, I have it on pretty good authority. I, I don't have it confirmed with Juice. Uh, he no commented us when we saw him on his visit. But I, I know a couple of South Carolina people that said that he was healthy. He could have played. He was just kind of wanting to make sure he was 100%. You know, mm-hmm. if he was going to transfer, he does get in the portal. He picks Ole Miss. We know about what he did in 2022, um, but after a year of basically taking, you know, you know what, seven, eight games off, um, what do you expect from him in this offense um, with 
Trey Harris and Jordan Watkins coming back, and then they add Deion Smith. Where do you kind of see Juice fitting into this Kiffin scheme? Yeah, I mean, I I see him fitting in well. I mean, I think you you think back to when he did play this year. I think he had a touchdown on South Carolina's first drive against Georgia. Like, you know, I, he he Juice Wells, if he's right, I mean, he's a he's an NFL draft pick. Uh, I I think he um you know runs well for the catch. Solid athlete, strong hands, just a well-rounded player. And he, I mean, he's he's basically been good from the jump since he was in college at James Madison. Like he's all whenever he's been on the field, he's produced. So yeah. I think I think if he's I think if he's right from a health perspective, he I, I would expect him to produce at Ole Miss. Now that obviously, like like you like rattling off all those names, like there's one football to go around, like they're gonna have to like kind of divvy up right. those tools. But but I mean that that's that's a pretty impressive receiver group, um, you know, with those guys coming back and then then adding uh, Deion Smith as well. So, um, yeah, I think shoot, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty strong, pretty strong, um, you know, like receiver room. So, but I, I would expect Juice, I was, I would expect Juice Wells to, to produce. Like, I, I think he he ha- always has like when he's when he's been available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would think he he, he would be a, re- a really nice fit. He's interesting to me because he has the size to play on the outside. He's played on the outside at Carolina, but um, mm-hmm. I know Kiffin likes to move guys around, expose some weaknesses, find some mismatches. I think he could be someone to, you know, play a little slot, you know, kind of like Jonathan Mingo a couple of years ago where they'll, they'll put him in the backfield to put him in, you know, slot outside and, and try to, you know, they have the luxury of that with the two returners and then Deion Smith coming in. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what Kiffin's going to have cooked up for him just because of the versatility and yeah, yeah. the foot's, if the foot's good, he's going to be explosive. So yeah. that's a fun one. Um, okay. Last thing, uh, we don't have to get too long in the tooth here. Cause everybody knows about him. Everybody knows how good he is, but Walter Nolan, um, you know, he's a guy that can, you know, he can play the one, the three, the five, he, he's very, very good, very talented. Um, mm-hmm. what's kind of your, you know, ceiling for him um because i know his stats weren't super gaudy i, I mentioned yeah. it on a podcast that kind of reminded me a little about robert kimdichie when he was at ole miss like didn't have a you know a gaudy box score but just a guy that just changed the game and changed people's game plan is that kind of similar to nolan or is he diff- a different kind of player yeah i i think that i think at least relative to the impact um is probably pretty close i mean i, I think as well in I guess Kim Dietschy had moments like this at Ole Miss as well. Like, like Walter Nolan has, has the capability of taking over games. So, uh, you know, I, he, he's had some, some really nice games uh, this past season at, uh, at A&M. And obviously, you know, A&M, I think was, was rotating those guys often. So it will be interesting to kind of see like what the, um, you know, I guess the rotation would be at, at Ole Miss, you know, assuming he, he, he lands there, but yeah, I, I think to me, even like dating back to him as a, as a high school prospect, what I think what was unique about Walter Nolan was the athleticism and size allows him to play virtually anywhere. So mm-hmm. you know, there, there was moments like in high school, where he would play basically play straight up defensive end, like off the edge pass rusher uh, as a 300 pounder. Um, and then of course he, he's a, he's a, just a quickness mismatch on the inside with, with his just pass rush ability and the athleticism. I mean, he's going to, give interior offensive linemen fits, um, you know, as a pass rusher. So I think the biggest thing with him is just like 
you know, continuing to put it together, stay consistent. I thought he made a pretty nice jump, um, you know, from, from freshman to sophomore year. And, and I, I would expect him to do the same, um, you know, next, mm-hmm. like next season. So, um, you know, obviously a ton of physical ability, uh, just a guy who he just carries his weight so well and, and is explosive. And, um, you know, I, I think when, when, when he's, when he's at his best, he's very difficult to block. So, uh, yeah. And, and, just a big, just a big framed athlete. You know, I, I thinking back to his senior year in high school, he got up to maybe three forty, um, and kind of we were thinking like, okay, is he like a nose tackle? Like, was he gonna, you know, like, kind of, wh- like where are you projecting him long term? And he really cut weight and um, had a great senior year. I think he got down to maybe like about three hundred pounds when we saw him at, at Under Armour that year. So, uh, yeah. So he's yeah, I mean, he's he can definitely go, and there, there's just not there's just not a lot of defensive linemen. Like it's just going to be kind of rare to have a defensive lineman of his pedigree and just caliber athleticism in, in the portal. So there, there's a reason why, um, you know, everybody wants him. And he's just kind of, you know, considered to be at a premium. I selfishly want Ole Miss to get him just so I can see Kiffin put him and JJ Piggies in the backfield at the same time. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That would be that would be that'd be quite that'd be quite the duo like old school <laughs> I form like Maryland eye or something like that yeah or yeah just doing like a single wing with with those yeah. two back there just direct snap it to them yeah. um all right that's uh that's Charles Power the uh, director of scouting and rankings at on three I know you mentioned some final rankings coming out of the folks that are gonna probably ask do you know when that's gonna drop we don't have, we don't have a date yet it, I, I think just um, you know, conservatively after the national all-star game. So coming up, um, you know, we have the Under Armour, Under Armour and All-American Bowls, um, you know, in kind of around New Year's into that first week of January. And we'll start uh, working on the final rankings after those. But those are those are big for us. Just uh, like the last in-person evaluation with a lot of these national prospects really yeah. helps with like kind of nailing down five stars. Um, we'll expand the five stars to 32 and then um, of course, like b- between now and then really up until the buzzer, like we'll evaluate um, senior seasons. There's a lot of, since our last one, there's been like significant high school football played um, and uh, you know, all-star games like Alabama, Mississippi, the Shrine Bowl and the Carolinas. And then we'll have like full stats to go through, which we don't really ha- like our last update was kind of around like Thanksgiving. So a lot of seasons weren't over yet. Um, like Texas, for instance, just the high school, the high school state championships were just like last week. So we'll have <laughs> yeah. kind of, the full, every, like all, it, it's really my favorite time of year to do rankings because all the dust is settled and it's no longer really a moving target. Um, Cause you know, starting off ranking these guys when they're coming off of their ninth grade year, it is a complete move. Everything is changing. So now the sample size essentially is finalized. So it's really like fun to kind of sit back and have everything come kind of coalesce together. And you can at least feel like you are looking at a more complete picture than at a random point kind of in the, in the cycle. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, I think we'll, we'll, we'll shoot probably, that'll probably be sometime sometime in January, but I would say after, after the national all-star games. All right. That's Charles power director of scouting and rankings at on three. That'll do it for this talk of champions, short sessions, stay locked in at omspirit.com. We, we will have the Walter Nolan news, whatever it is when it happens. So be on the message board, be on the site. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe here on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you uh, you get your listening on. 
But uh, thanks to Charles. Thanks to you, the listener, as always. And we appreciate our sponsors that make it possible. So until next time, have a good one. Happy holidays. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.